All right, welcome. We're going live now with the BrainTap Business Journal podcast. Today, I want to ask a question. What if we're given the wrong operating instructions? What if everything you've been taught about how to set and achieve goals was wrong? This is precisely what my guest is going to share with us today. She suggests that she can even prove it. She's going to be drawing on her most recent findings in the brain research, along with inspiring stories and breakthroughs of triumph of her coaching clients. Adele demonstrates that almost any obstacle can be overcome with the right operating instructions. I want to welcome to the podcast Adele Spragan. Hello, Adele. How are you doing? Hello, Patrick. Lovely to be here. And you're coming from, where are you coming from right now? Where are you sitting while we're doing the interview today? Uh, I'm in Ontario, so in Toronto, Ontario. Ontario. Okay, so coming from Canada, so that's great. So we have a we have a lot of our doctors up in Canada, so hopefully they'll tune in and, and be aware of who you are. But of course, anyone around the world in our with the BrainTap Nation in over 40 countries now uh, practicing BrainTap there, hopefully we'll share this out. They'll get some new information here. So so tell us a little bit about how you got into the field you're in now. What what prompted you to become a, a behavioral change coach and, and helping people to do these things? Well, Patrick, I've been in the personal development, development industry for about 30 years now. And about 10... 10 years, 12 years in, I was helping my clients and they still couldn't, not all of them, some of them could of course achieve their goals, but some of them were still getting stuck inside of the methodologies that were taught. Those mm -hmm. methodologies being, you know, set the right goal and make sure mm -hmm. that it's specific and measurable mm -hmm. and then understand the steps to get to that goal. And then once you know the steps, if you still can't take those steps, then it's something about your mindset. And so, mm -hmm. The question then becomes how to change your mindset. And we were doing this, all of us were doing this. And um, I was coaching them. I was also in personal development training in order to change my mindset. And yet we were still hitting obstacle after obstacle. And I myself quit three businesses one after another and went, surely, I mean, after all the work that we had all been doing together, it, it couldn't be our fault. Mm -hmm. And so I went back to university I got my master's in humanities and I wanted to study how the brain makes decisions, how our thinking patterns actually work. And you know that the results are surprising because I came to understand and what neuroscience has now started to prove. Um, there's a particular study by John Dylan Haynes who did it in Max Planck Institute a few years ago and he's proven that the unconscious is actually making those decisions before the conscious mind becomes aware of them. So they're firing in different parts of our brain that we have no access to. And that had me understand, oh, okay, we, we're missing a piece of the operating instructions, a key piece, which is changing those decision-making patterns first before we can take those actions that we need to take. And so that's what I did. I did a deep dive into my own mind. I, I uncovered this four-step solution and bingo, it works. That's great. Well, tell us, tell us now, because you, you do something called repatterning and about decision making and things of that nature. Tell us about that science and, and how that applies to uh, what's happening out there, especially in the world of business with our, with our doctors, our clinicians that are out there. Because some, some of our clinicians aren't, aren't necessarily doctors, but they're healthcare providers and they're out there helping the world and they might forget about their business in some sense. You know, they're, they get caught up in the doing of their practice instead of the running of their practice, which of course is important. So tell us a little bit about your perspective on that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and I love what your audience does. It's so, so needed in today's world. Um, yeah, I mean, certainly when we have an area of expertise, we tend to run down that that pathway because those are the patterns in our brain that, that the brain is most comfortable with. And those are the places that we can get the best results in. And that has us neglecting things like marketing and sales yeah. because those things are the things that our brain isn't conditioned to do. So um, the thing that uh, is key here is typically when we're stuck, when we have a problem, we look outside of ourselves at the situation and we think that the problem lives out there or we we see somebody else in the in the situation and we think that it's their fault that we're having that problem or worse we blame ourselves it's my fault i'm having that problem but what we fail to understand what were the pinky piece that we're missing is that these decisions that we made they have roots way back from when we were young when our brain was being formed and in those early years, we made a lot of choices and some of those choices worked really well. And that's why you're in the healthcare profession because those were the patterns that got created. And then some of those choices didn't work so bad. Some, so well, some of them could have been downright damaging, right? Right. But what we fail to understand is that all of them got hardwired into our brain. And now our brain just keeps running on that same patterns. So if, somebody is having trouble with marketing and sales, it's a matter of repatterning that uh, piece of the brain so that marketing and sales comes easy and effortlessly. That's great. So these poor decisions, how do they get how do they get so so powerful that they block better decisions? I mean, what what's happening in the brain that's causing it to happen? Right. Great question. Um, yeah. You know, if you think about it, it, the easiest way to think about yourself or your brain is to think of it as an iceberg. And at the top of the water are all of the known actions, behaviors, beliefs. That's what we can see ourselves doing. And that's what other people can see us doing. But below that is the unconscious. And it, those patterns, like I said, those decisions, they originate down there. And so inside that unconscious there is all of these patterns that are giving rise to those actions behaviors beliefs and if we just work at that surface level like we do when we set a goal and do the steps and mindset and all of that stuff we we fail to address the underlying pattern so it's a matter of bringing those two things into alignment it's not that the conscious is better than the unconscious or the unconscious is better than the conscious it's a matter of aligning them both so that they take you in the direction that you want to go when when we when we introduced you, I was talking about uh, the wrong operating instructions. So first of all, how do we get these operating instructions? I don't remember getting mine, but but I, I'm sure that I have some for sure. So tell me, how do we get the wrong ones? What's happening with that? Yeah, we are educated to believe that the conscious mind is in control. We we've been educated since birth to think that we have free will, that we can. Um, know which direction we need to take and know the steps that we need to take. And there's no reason why we should not be taking those steps. And and this is just the water we swim in, we're the, we're the fish in water, right? We just right. swim in that. And, and you, we, and this has us living, Patrick, primarily in a world of what I call blame and shame. It's your fault if you can't follow the steps, right? Mm -hmm. but, when we know that the unconscious is actually originating that decision, that, that you don't have any access to it, it's just hardwired in there, then all that blame and shame goes away. 
it's the only question we have to ask ourselves when it comes to patterns is does it work or doesn't it there's no are you right are you wrong it doesn't matter it's just is that working and it has to work for everybody that's how i like to say it and if it doesn't work for everybody then it's just an unworkable pattern that needs to be rewired so that's the wrong operating instructions we're taught that you should have control. And, and therefore you're taught that the conscious mind needs to control the unconscious. And it's frankly, it's it, it just makes us blame ourselves a lot is how I like to say it. Right. I, I think people have a, a real problem out there with their operating system where they, they procrastinate or they avoid or they quit things. So tell us how does this, um, this atmosphere maybe of blame and, and shame or how does this instruction set cause that to happen? Because I think that's probably one of the biggest things my doctors usually tell me is say, hey, I really want to do this, but I keep putting it off. It doesn't make it to the top of my pile or just to avoid doing certain parts of their practice. Or like you said, even yourself, you quit a couple of different businesses. We have people that start something and quit or they, they have every intention to follow through, but they don't. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um I love that word procrastination because I, I actually don't believe it is true. <laughs> I think mm -hmm. what human beings do is we don't procrastinate, we avoid. And the question is, what is it that we are avoiding? And anybody who procrastinates, what I invite you to do is close your eyes and ask yourself how you are feeling about the task that you are trying to do. So let's just take a quick example, right? Like, let's just say that somebody has to pick up the phone and make a sales call and they procrastinating. They know, oh, I should do that, but I'd rather be on Facebook right now. I'd rather go get something to eat, right? <laughs> okay, great. Right. So if you just close your eyes and just say, how do I feel about picking up that phone? you'll notice that there'll be some sort of a, what, what we are used to calling a negative emotion. I don't like that term negative, but, but something makes you uncomfortable about picking up that phone. Perfect. That is why you're procrastinating. It's because right. you're trying to run away from that feeling internally and that picking up the phone is triggering that feeling. So if we can just deal with that, because the unconscious speaks in emotions, right? Our conscious mind speaks in words, unconscious speaks in emotions. If we can just deal with that emotion, now picking up that phone is easy. There's nothing to avoid anymore. Okay. So when you talk about the brain or, or this operating system making choices for us, and we, we don't really have a choice, how does it work then? How do we make that change at the deeper level so that we're getting, we're, it's showing up as, or manifesting as behaviors, attitudes, and beliefs that will transform our lives? What What's the strategy there? Do you have something you, or at least one of them that you could share with our audience today? Yeah, yeah, great. Okay, so first, um, first step is to identify, right? Mm -hmm. And the conscious mind isn't a very good identifier. I, I just said that the unconscious speaks in emotions, the conscious speaks in words, right? So. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to say that the conscious mind is speaking a totally different language and mistranslating everything that the unconscious is doing. So the first step to identify is to really get in touch with, okay, what am I feeling? Let's forget about what am I thinking because that's all, the mind is just along for the ride. Mm -hmm. What am I feeling? Okay, that's number one. Then, you know, own that as a pattern. It's not, like I said before, we we look outside at the situation and we think it's occurring out there and it really is occurring on some level out there, but then there's our internal reaction to what's happening out there. So if we can own that piece of it as a pattern, rather than saying that is true and I need to fix it, because there's no fixing in the world, there's nothing broken, it's just does it work, then that's, 
hugely empowering. So, you know, I'd like, I'd invite your audience to just try that on for a minute. If there's nothing wrong, there's nothing to fix. If there's nothing broken, including you, right? Then um, can, and, and you just say, okay, that's a pattern that's in my brain. That's a channel that's hardwired into my brain. And my brain, your brain is, has tons of plasticity, which means it's constantly rewiring itself all the time. So this is just a particular channel that right now is connected. And, and owning it as a pattern means that it will just tease that apart and just rewire itself. And isn't that hugely empowering to come from that perspective? There's nothing to fix, there's nothing broken. It's just, there's a channel in the brain that right now is running, there's information running in a particular way. And we're just gonna tease that apart and let it snap into a different channel. Right. The, the, the beautiful thing about repatterning is how easy it is. What makes it difficult is that human beings fear one thing and one thing only. Do you want to guess what that is? I don't right. I'll, I'll give it something. I don't know. I don't know. It's the unknown. It's the one thing that we try to avoid above all else. And the place where your answers lie is always going to be in the unknown. And and when you think about it, that makes sense, right? If you knew, you wouldn't have the problem. So um, owning it as a pattern allows you to take one step into that unknown and trust that unknown so that answers, new answers will reveal themselves. In your in your books, can you tell us a little bit about if someone was to go to your library of things that you've written or done, what do you recommend they do first to start learning more about your technology or what you're teaching people, your your science, so they can learn more about Adele and, and maybe take that next step? Yeah, well, there's a, a couple of things that they can do. First, I do a masterclass once a week um, where they can come and meet me. I do them live. and. They can discuss what's going on for them and I can help support them. And those are always done in small group formats. Um, and the other thing is my book has all the repatterning technique in it and step-by-step instructions on how to repattern something that may not be working for you. So both of those can be found at a website called Shift Four Steps. That's the number four, foursteps.com. And there's two buttons there, sign up for the masterclass or get the book for free. Um, all, they, all I ask the audience to do is pay for shipping, but I'll ship you a copy of the book for free. Right. And we put those links into, if you're watching this on Facebook, it's going to be in the Facebook notes. If you're getting this as a podcast, then it'll be in the podcast notes, will be links to those things so you can, you can connect. Tell us a little bit about, we, we've, we've kind of talked about it, but I wanted to specifically so people understand, what do they need to do instead of doing goals like you said something about the old school way of doing goals and then maybe playing the blame game and all of those things what's the right choice that leads us to accomplish those those goals because we're still going to have to have outcomes or whatever's going on what what do we need to do and let's say i'm thinking about whether it's one of our doctors says hey i want to write a book or i want to do a seminar i want to do a webinar i want to be more proficient at sales or i want to have a better relationship what do you recommend they do instead of just writing it down and uh, like the old school way. Yeah, perfect. So um, nothing wrong with having goals. <laughs> I um, always set your direction. Where do you want to go in life? That's super important. But then instead of asking, how do I get there and striving to get there? There's a much more powerful question to ask. And that is, why do you not have that goal right now? 
you'll notice as you ask that question, a whole bunch of stuff will start to bubble up, a whole bunch of beliefs, a whole bunch of um, emotions and things like that. Great, that is the unconscious speaking to you. That is where your, your will, um, that needs to all be removed and replaced. And then taking those action steps is easy. And then there's nothing in the way anymore. You're not pushing rocks uphill. You're not fighting yourself. It's just, it's effortless then to take those steps. Mm -hmm. So set the goal. The next question is, why do I not have that goal today? And you'll notice you'll come up with things like, well, I don't have the time if you're trying to write a book or I don't know where to start or, um, you know, I've got nothing to say. Perfect. That is all the unconscious decision making patterns from the past that are now coming into play in the present. Fantastic. That tells you what's stopping you. That's where you can go to work. That's great. So what do you find when you're working with your coaching clients seems to be um, the most like impactful thing that they ask about like is it their relationships is it their business is it their what what is the most impactful like when when you're out there coaching all of your clients or in these groups that you're working with where do you find that your technology kind of has i know it has impacts everywhere and can help a lot of different things but where do you see that it really lasers has a laser focus in in helping them yeah well i you know um Every, every person is unique and different in that they all have unique different things that they want, right? So we all want different things out of life. And everybody's unique in that your your patterns work in different areas for you than somebody else's pattern. So somebody is great at relationship, but like we were saying before, they're not so good at marketing and sales, right? Somebody else is really good at making money, not so good at relationships. So, you know, it really depends on the person. However, that said, <clears throat> Excuse me. That said, um, the thing that most that all of us want in life, I mean, as human beings, the thing that everybody can say, yeah, like, I really want that is happiness, right? And relationships and love and how they go about getting that is pattern based. So somebody might be heading towards happiness by making money. That's pattern based. Somebody else will be going towards happiness by making, by having great relationships. That's pattern based. And so laser focusing in on one thing, it's happiness. That's what this technique delivers in the end. It's just peace of mind, happiness, and the ability to trust yourself deeply and not having to put your hands into somebody else's, um, method of success right? right i like to say if you're following somebody else's path you're going to get lost if you follow your own you're going to end up at your goal every time all right so that's a big word because uh, we have a group that actually their whole focus is on building happiness in their communities so um i'm gonna put you on the spot what what is your definition of happiness because a lot of people there's a lot of different definitions what do you what is what is your personal definition of happiness and, and how do you help people achieve theirs or find out what it is yeah, I would say my personal definition of happiness is peace of mind and internal trust. It's the ability to know that no matter what life throws at you, it'll be okay. You'll get up and you'll keep going and you'll do it without blame, without self-blame, without having to blame anybody else. It's just, okay, that's this is it and then now how who am I being in the face of that and if you can trust yourself and trust what's going to come out of your mouth and trust um, 
who you're going to be in the face of that, then to me, that's happiness. Right. Do you help your, uh, like in your technology or what? when you're helping somebody through your coaching processes, what is, do you have other things you recommend that they do or how do they do, do they do this? Is it a self-contained universe or what, it, what do you recommend they do outside of coaching with you? Is there other techniques or like, do you have a formula for creating this, this happiness state that, that people get into? Yeah. Um, well, I always say that we can't judge anything unless it's on the court. So, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on inside of you. It doesn't work until you're out there testing it and seeing that you're getting the results. So um, we set when when somebody works with me and I typically work with entrepreneurs and professionals, it's like, OK, let's set the goal. Now, let's see what's in the way of you achieving that goal. What are the patterns that are going to block you? Then let's replace and remove those remove and replace those and then go test it. go out there try it see if it's working right mm -hmm. if you're getting to your goals and if you're you're trusting yourself and and able to move forward each and every time and not beating yourself up anymore fantastic it's working let's set a bigger goal and in this way people just keep expanding and expanding that goal until they reach the pinnacle of their own success whatever that is for them right without without sharing the person's name can you give us a, an example of how that happens what what they're what they're doing and, and how you've helped somebody achieve that so that maybe our listeners can connect the dots yeah, yeah. absolutely um you know i'll give you one example and um she did give me permission to use her name her name is rose so i don't mind using it because it's in mm. in the book mm -hmm. um and one of the things like she started at a nonprofit and she was a manager of a nonprofit and one of the things that she had to do every week was run the the weekly meetings and very quickly into starting to run these weekly meetings she realized that she was getting side railed and what was happening is the dynamics of the group she had a lot of a-type personalities in the group very powerful group and they were all taking the meetings off in their direction and not in the direction she needed them to go in so Rose was savvy enough to see that this was happening. And she was faced with one particular man in the group and he, and he was um, he was very hostile. I'm just gonna be straight about it. And he would roll her eyes at her. He would roll his eyes at her when she was speaking or he would deliberately undermine her or stonewall her. And so I invited her though. I said, look, yes, that is the dynamics of the group that is happening out there. But how about we deal with this as a pattern? How about you deal with this as your decision-making pattern that is causing this or at cause? And so as she removed her own pattern, she said the next time she ran that meeting, it was remarkable. And everything went smooth as glass. And she said with the surprise in her voice, she said, do you know, that that man was was pleasant to me, right? So what yeah. happened? Well, we would never know. Frankly, we cannot say that what would what actually happened. But had we been flies on the wall, would we have seen Rose be a little bit more assertive? Would she have been standing just a little bit straighter? Would she have been nipping conversations in the bud, right? And and that is what makes repatterning so powerful. Now, what happened to Rose? Well. Initially, when she set that goal of, I want to be a powerful leader at the front of this room, that was the extent of her goal. That's all she wanted was collaboration within the team. But as she started to repattern, she actually dealt with the unconscious pattern 
which was causing the result in the first place. And that unconscious pattern was positioning her as inferior to the men in the room. Okay, she didn't, she couldn't see that that was invisible to her. But as she repatterned, suddenly, her goal ex becomes more expansive because she is more expansive now. She's no longer positioned as inferior. So now her goal grows. And she went on to create, um, she brought together these ventures in her community and she was hobnobbing with top CEOs and principals of, of universities and um, top politicians and she was bringing them all together to support the youth in her community remember she's in a nonprofit. she did that but she never would have done that had she had that prior pattern so the fact that those meetings were being derailed was actually a symptom and also her opportunity for breakthrough once she could deal with it as a pattern right you use the word breakthrough but also in your book you use the word shift yes so and, and so tell me a little bit about what do you mean by shift um, so that that our listeners understand this maybe shift in consciousness or whatever, kind of explain it from your perspective, because you have four things they can do to make this shift happen for, for personal empowerment. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so a shift is, is um, put it simply, remember that channel in the brain, so the, <laughs> that those neurons knitted together? A shift is just a, um, a rewiring of that. So it's just a gentle teasing apart and shifted into different channels so that you take different actions, believe differently and behave differently. That, that's what a shift is. Okay. Well, I know that um, you actually work with clients all over the world. So if somebody's watching this, they say, hey, Adele, I wanna, I wanna find out if I can have some shift happen, you know, and, and, see, and see if they can get it done. You actually can do tele, telecommunication, right? Telecoaching. Yeah. So they don't have to be there in Canada with you. So if somebody's in the UK or somebody's in the United States, somebody's in China or, uh, India, Brazil, which is where we have some real strong followings, they could give you a call, find out, hey, is, is this something they want to do? Because this rewiring starts, and I think around the conversation that you're having, uh, we know at BrainTap that you can change uh, 2,300 different gene expressions just by the words you choose. So if you can get them thinking differently, they actually show up differently, which is kind of powerful. So what would you say to somebody who says, Adele, why should I work with you? Of all the people out there in the universe, what's what's Adele going to help me with that I can't get down the road here in, in New Bern, North Carolina, which is probably pretty easy to do because we're a really small town. But but wherever the person watching this is, <laughs> that's a brilliant question. There are so many different opportunities out there today, and more and more growing, right? And because mm -hmm. we're now a global community, mm -hmm. you're right? You can tap in anywhere, all over the globe. Um, I would say uh, find your teacher, the teacher that's right for you. Find the person that's right for you. I, I, what, what's unique about what I do is um, I listen deeply and mm -hmm. I don't come from a perspective of right or wrong. I come from a perspective of is that working or isn't it? And when there's no right or there's no wrong, it's, it's really easy to be yourself, right? Um, so that's one thing. And then the second thing that I bring is, is the unique proprietary uh, technique, something that you won't find anywhere else. Um, but again, I mean, you know, I'm not the teacher for everybody. <laughs> I, everybody has to find their own person who works for them. And I suggest right. you trust your gut and go with that. 
Okay, so if, she, if you've resonated with anything Adele says, then go to those links that we provided you, do a little more research, get on the phone with her. One of the things that I was interested when I was researching you and I was recommended to have this conversation with you, which I'm very glad uh, Nikki did that. Um, but in the in the process, in back in, in the actual late 80s, early 90s, I actually wrote a book called Awaken the Genius. It's an accelerated learning book that I wrote. Uh, but you talk about genius all the time. And what I always tell people is, uh, because I got a, the real definition of genius is from Roman mythology, and they said that we all have talents and skills. And if in, in Roman mythology, they called that person that held those your genie. And if you use them, you became a genius. So tell us a little bit about how you have some different trainings that you offer people like unleashing your genius or mastering your genius. And the one that I think we need really right now is the relationship reset. A lot of people, because they, of course, especially with COVID and what's going on, they're finding out who they married or who they're in a relationship with, you know, because they're spending so much time with them, which they didn't do before. So maybe give us a little high level of each of those three, because this is a way that people can work with you. Some, of course, in groups, some with their significant other or their relationship steal. So give us a little rundown on each of those. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so you're absolutely right about the genius. <laughs> you know, our 10% conscious mind, it, it probably houses about 10% of what we actually know. The rest of it is all trapped inside the unconscious. And um, the, the Romans used to call it the genius because they used to think it was outside of them. right? Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. we know it's just in those unconscious mm -hmm. regions. And so right. it feels like it's outside of us. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. Relationship reset is working on each individual so I, I often work with couples and they'll come to me on the verge of divorce and I suggest that they deal just like I told Rose to to deal with it as a pattern right yes it, it mm -hmm. appears to be in the situation between you but let's look at it as a pattern and the results are remarkable I mean those who choose to take on yeah that's my pattern and I'll own that and replace it um, they go from being on the verge of divorce to being like newlyweds again within six weeks now, literally it's that fast because we're not working on communication we're not working on who's right who's wrong let's figure this out um, we're just working on this doesn't work doesn't work for both of us so let's remove that um, and then uh, Unleash Your Genius is learning the four-step repatterning technique. It's that first step to deal with the initial problem that somebody's facing. But, you know, once they have dealt with that problem, they also at the same time have a tool in their pocket that they can use mm -hmm. for anything, right? And now they can take on those bigger goals. And that's when Master Your Genius comes in, which is, okay, great. Now you've got the tool in your pocket. Now where do you want to go? Right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to do you want to create a, a, a life changing venture that will really have an impact in this world? Let's do it. You want to take on a, a leadership role and and really expand your reach? Let's do it. So each individual then is able to set their own goal. And then we work on all the different patterns in the different areas of creativity, leadership, relationships, peace of mind so that they can actually achieve that. That's great. We're here talking to behavioral change expert Adele Spragon. So you've shared with us a lot of great information and people have a lot to think about. They can do, go do their research about you. But what have I forgot to ask you uh, that you feel our audience really needs to know and learn about you or about your technology? We already know they can go get your book uh, from the website. They can also uh, 
you're going to get us a, a link when we put out the podcast for a special uh, offer. And I'm going to encourage you when you figure that out to go back on the Facebook page and actually give it to our Facebook listeners too, because we have quite a few there, over 120,000 people follow us on that page. So who knows, you might be able to help a couple or might be able to help somebody get out of their patterns, which is, uh, which is a big deal right now. So uh, tell us about it. So the biggest thing that I can say for anybody listening who is struggling, and whether that struggle is in relationship, in business, in leadership, doesn't matter, okay, is if you can look at whatever is occurring as just a pattern, there is so much deep forgiveness of self and of others when we can see the world in that light. And so if anybody asks you, why did you do that? Here's your answer because my pattern made me that's it then <laughs> <laughs> go and upgrade the pattern and it'll never happen again <laughs> right that's great so we're going to encourage everyone to check out adele go to her website go to her her uh social media pages follow her get to know what she's doing how she's doing it and Take advantage of some of these master classes she's talking about that might be the easiest way to jump on board first. And then for those that really want to delve in and make those changes and unlock their genius and unleash it into the world, because I think we need, uh, personally, we have a mission at BrainTap to, to better a billion brains. And uh, that means awakening their genius so that they can, you know, get out there and start doing it. I think everyone has something the world is waiting for. So let's get it out there and get doing it. So Adele, I want to thank you for being part of the BrainTap Business Journal podcast. I appreciate it. And I know that our listeners are going to find some value here. Hopefully they'll go get your book and start learning about their own patterns. Like you said, in, in, uh, we can, once we know those patterns, then we can change them. Most people aren't even aware they have patterns. So we can, up, we can update that. So any, um, uh, any, do you have the special you're going to do? Because I know that we talked about it, but I didn't have it in my link. Do you know what the special might be or you want to think about it a little bit that you're going to post back in that people can get involved with you at the, we usually offer our BrainTap people something um, at the end of the podcast that they can go, of course they can go to the, the master class, like you said, they can go to the, the website that's there. But any, anything else you want to add about a special or a way they can get in touch with you? Sure, why don't I... Um... Yeah. Let me put something on, I'm going to put it on shiftforsteps.com slash brain tap. And I'm going to throw a special in there and I'll throw a couple of things in there because everybody's unique, right? So um, some people want a 15 minute consultation. We can put that in there. I'll think okay. of something very special for your audience. Okay. Thank you. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but I know that they're <laughs> used to having some action step that they can go take the next I love, step. So. I love being put on the spot, Patrick. No, <laughs> okay. no worries there. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And for those who are on Facebook, please like, share, share this with your family members, your friends, your coworkers. You can even share with those people you know that have a pattern you don't like. You know, whatever, get it out there to the world because this could be the trigger. Some It only takes one triggering event to help somebody make that positive change in their life and start them down the path of uh, self-actualization or in this case, personal empowerment, which we're talking about today. So Adele, again, thank you for being part of the BrainTap Business Journal podcast. And for those part of the journey, this is one of our, we usually put these out every Wednesday in, in our 
uh, BrainTap channel, but here at Facebook Live, we do them as we're recording them. So again, thank you for being a good sport, being live with us here on the line. And please tune in to the BrainTap Business Journal podcast. You can find that where podcasts are downloaded at over 4,000 different outlets out there. Of course, the main ones are the ones of Apple and uh, some others, but you can get the, the podcast, listen to it, share it with your family, your friends, your coworkers, as I said. Please like and share. So again, take care. We'll talk to you all next week. Thank you. Bye, Patrick.